get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been, I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four-hour laid over Fifth out, I flush out, red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever, doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover, this is getting colder And I ain't got time, man, I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave number one source for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network Thank you. 
pulled out of my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line I'm
All right. I would like to welcome you <laughs> to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. This is the Foundation, and we are High Frequency. Appreciate you checking us out today. The Foundation, where incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied will get you hurt. So as always, we are looking to apply that correct information correctly here at the Foundation. I want to start off by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the Creator and Ancestors. Today's uh, episode is entitled, Why You Fear Trusts. Why you fear them? Why you scared of them? I know you're scared. Don't be scared. It's okay. I got you. You know I got you. But, you know, let me say peace and big up, you know, salute to the, you know, my big brother used to fail, you know, the, the uncle, uncle of the conscious community out here, you know, hey, say what you want. But that is, you know, that's the Brother High Frequency Radio Network uh, creator. You know, SPCUniversity.com. I think I think that's what it is now. SPCUniversity.com. You looking to do your, da- your dance with that, you know, secured party creditor. But, you know, shout out to Big Brother Yusuf, you know, nonetheless. I would like to also... Welcome you to check out Welcome to the Foundation.com. Make sure you <laughs> make sure you sign up for the email list for those exclusive offers and contents only. Only extended to you know them email subscribers. The subscriberies. Oh man, what happened? I can hear now. So yeah, sign up for the sign up for the email list. Appreciate you, appreciate you. No, I'm just playing. But yeah, definitely exclusive offers, exclusive content only offered to the email subscribers. Make sure you check out welcome to the foundation.com and pop that, you know, pop that in there. Pop that right in the back. Wow. Also check out the PDF section. Just PDFs you can just download, just just do your dance, grab them and and break out of there. Break out of there. Free info. Also, you check out the education tab like I always say you got the Foundation Trust Primer, hand-picked documents, over 18, hand-picked by me with regards to trust, what type of trust we use. You know, I'm just going to tell y'all, you know, hey, it's a contract. It's a contract entity. It's private. It's over 80 different types of trust, and, you know, which one are, which one are you looking to to administer? You also got the Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, you know, if you want to get more hands-on with, you know, the type of entity that we, you know, we administer, what we what we do our dance with over here, you know, in the, in the foundation here, in the private. So, you know, three parts to that series. Also, you know, we've got the Foundation Passport, No Social, Part 1, Part 2. If you're into that, if you're into that, you know. Brother Chris L. came through, made it happen, shaked and baked. 
and we got it up there. So make sure you check out that education section, the education tab, however, I don't know, however you navigate. Also, welcome to the foundation.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter can be found. You can also book a consultation, make a donation. All these things can be done at the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. It's absolutely wonderfully convenient. How convenient. <laughs> I want to say peace to all the listeners as we get started off here. All the live listeners, live callers, live internet listeners, archive listeners, podcast listeners. Y'all be downloading it. Music file or whatever, you know, what audio files, downloading them and stuff, listen to them later, put them in the whip, you know, however you do your dance. Appreciate you checking out the show. I want to say peace to all the trustees in private trustee training, as well as all those investing in their private education, whether it's with the foundation or not. It's all good. Also want to say peace to everyone we've done business with in the private, anyone who's sent an email, well wishes, current event, said what's up, whatever, what have you, as well as sent a comment, a thank you, or otherwise added to the foundation, definitely want to say peace to you, you know, hey, appreciate you, mad appreciation. Get a lot of love from the listeners. No complaints. From the new new listeners. No, you know, the OGs. So, you know, definitely got to say that love. You know, why Why you fear trust? Why? I know why. I can tell you why. And you might be like, oh, it's not why. Okay, you know, I could be wrong. You know, there's always, there's always that. But... You know, hey, I've come across a lot of different things, a lot of different people here in my my time on this planet. And uh, I feel as though I've been able to deduce some of these these answers to these questions. And and I, I, I believe, you know, for reasons you fear trust. Was a good, you know, a good, a good place to start. So we can just dress it and get it out there. But first, let's do these current events. Let's do this dance, moonwalk. This stuff is weird. So um, let's just jump out here with it because we got to know what's going on. CNBC, Fed Chair Powell calls inflation quote frustrating end quote and sees it running into next year. He's frustrated with the inflation. This, this mon- the monetary managers are frustrated with their own monetary inflation. This isn't an incredible Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell still expects inflation to ease eventually, but said today that he sees the current pressures running into 2022. Assessing the current economic situation, the Fed chief said during a panel discussion hosted by the European Central Bank that he was, quote, frustrated, end quote, that getting people poked, poked, and arresting the spread of the panorama remains the most important economic policy that we have, end quote. What? How is that an economic policy? I don't, I don't get it. I mean, maybe maybe my mind is just too critical. But I don't know what poke, pokes have to do with Federal Reserve 
bank policy, yo. Anyways, quote, it's also frustrating to see the bottlenecks and supply chain problems not getting better. In fact, at the margins, apparently getting a little bit worse. We see that continuing into next year, probably, and holding up inflation longer than we had thought, end quote. Very interesting. Very interesting. Inflation by the Fed's preferred measure is running at its hottest pace in about 30 years. It's real. Powell and most of his colleagues say they expect the current pressures to decline back to trend as supply chain bottlenecks ease and demand goes back to pre-panorama levels. He said today that 2022 should be, quote, quite a strong year, end quote, for economic growth. However, officials as of late have acknowledged that the current inflation conditions have not eased the way the Fed thought they would. Hmm, isn't that interesting? The Federal Reserve Open Market Committee last week collectively raised its projection for 2021 core inflation to 3.7% from the 3% forecast just a few months back in June. Quote, the current inflation spike is really a consequence of supply constraints meeting very strong demand. And that is all associated with the reopening of the economy, which is a process that will have a beginning, a middle, and an end. End quote, Powell said. Word? I appreciate he broke down, you know, the overall <laughs> the overall structure of how things, you know, there's a beginning. I mean, wow. I mean, that uh, look, quote, we see those things resolving. It's very difficult to say how big those effects will be in the meantime or how long they will last. End quote. Powell's continued expectations that inflation is temporary were echoed by European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde who sat on the panel with Powell, Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey, and Bank of Japan Governor, Governor excuse me, Haruyuku Kuroda. Quote, we monitor very carefully, but we certainly have no reason to believe that these price increases we are seeing now will not be largely transitory going forward. End quote. Lagarde said, But apparently that's not the case. I'm going to move forward, man, because, I mean, this whole article was funny to me. <clears throat> but moving forward, let's move on that. Reuters.com, Powell, quote, tension between jobs and inflation is the chief challenging uh, issue facing the Fed. Resolving tension between high inflation and still elevated unemployment is the most urgent issue facing the Federal Reserve right now. Fed Chair Jerome Powell said today, acknowledging the central bank's two goals are in potential conflict. Quote, this is not the situation that we have faced for a very long time. It, it is one in which there is a tension between our two objectives. Inflation is high and we are seeing it well above target. And yet there appears to be slack in the labor market. And quote, Powell said at a European Central Bank forum, an apparent reference to the 1970s bout of U.S. stagflation that combined high unemployment rates and fast rising inflation and yep this is but I think Volcker was was, ha, was popping back then he was doing his dance I think it was Volcker and you know he they raised interest rates but let's see let's see what happens this time I, I, I'm not sure 
I'm not sure. The United States is more than 5 million jobs short of where it was before the panorama. At the Fed's most recent meeting, policymakers lifted their inflation forecasts for the year to 4.2%, more than twice the targeted level of 2%. They see that pace easing in 2022 to 2.2%, modestly above where they had pegged it in their previous projections in June. So the Federal Reserve Banks, what's going on is they're, they're coming out and acknowledging that inflation is high. They were lying and saying, no, it's not high, and it, it'll be transitory. It's not going to last too long. But they're actually acknowledging that it's higher than they projected it was going to be. It's really what's going on in these last two articles. I'm going to keep moving, though. Standing at the precipice, Washington court's debt limit cast, uh, catastrophe. A standoff in Washington between President Joe Biden's Democrats and Republicans is threatening to trigger a financial and economic meltdown if Congress fails to act by about October 18th. That's when the Treasury Department expects to run out of cash to cover its expenses. This kind of brinksmanship, brinksmanship <laughs> my bad, has become a regular feature of U.S. politics over the past decade, but the familiar fight bellies the serious dangers of the world's largest economy would face if it were to default on its debts. Why would hitting the debt ceiling be catastrophic? Well, once Washington runs into its $28.4 trillion borrowing limit, it will only have incoming tax receipts for paying its bills. And because it currently borrows more than 20 cents for every dollar it spends, the Treasury would start missing payments owed to moneylenders, citizens, or both. Shockwaves would ripple through global financial markets as investors question the value of U.S. bonds, which are key building blocks for the world's financial system. Domestic spending cuts would push the United States economy into recession as the government missed payments on everything from Social Security payments for the elderly to soldiers' salaries. A financial crisis would only worsen the economic troubles, and economists expect millions of Americans would lose their jobs, and millions more after that. What opinions does Washington have? Most experts say the simplest thing would be to abolish the borrowing limit altogether. First enacted in 1917, the debt ceiling went from being an occasional political football in the late 20th century to a full-blown crisis in 2011 when political dysfunction nearly triggered a default. Some observers say the debt ceiling itself violates the United States Constitution, but if the Biden administration invoked that argument, a legal challenge would follow. While the administration has not said what it will do if the limit isn't raised, the U.S. US Treasury's 2011 contingency plans offer a baseline scenario. During the political crisis, the plan prioritized paying financial market creditors to stave off a debt default while pulling back sharply on the government's other spending obligations, which would include social welfare payments to the old, sick, and indigent. Are investors already spooked? They might just be getting started despite recent warnings from the Federal Reserve and Treasury officials. Market reaction to the political impasse has been subdued. The Standard and Poor's 500 stock index slid more than 2% yesterday in part because of debt ceiling worries. 
but rebounded slightly today. Investors generally presume Biden's Democrats will resolve this crisis. Still, the market for Treasury bills is showing signs of or concern. Michael Pervez, chief executive at Tall Backing Capital Advisors in New York, wrote in a research note on Monday that investors were now demanding higher yields for Treasury bills due in one month compared to bills due in three months because the latter, quote, presumably won't be burdened by default risk, end quote. That's it. And that is, some investors are worried the government could miss payments for a time. How bad did it get in 2011? During the 2011 debt crisis, between then-President Barack Obama's Democrats and the right-wing Tea Party faction of the Republicans, the S&P 500 plunged almost 20%. It later recovered, but investors were rattled, and the Standard & Poor's credit rating agency put U.S. politicians on watch downgrading America's credit rating for the first time in history. What about minting a giant coin? (laughs) One far-fetched idea floated by policy wonks during the 2011 crisis was for the Treasury to mint a $1 trillion commemorative coin. Officials would deposit the coin at the Federal Reserve and use the funds to pay government bills, thus Avoiding default, President Obama later acknowledged his administration discussed the idea, and on Tuesday, House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi said U.S. Representative Jerry Nadler of New York had also brought it up. Earlier this month, Biden's White House rejected the notion. (laughs) I think it's funny they're talking about that again. CNBC retirees worried about the stock market cratering can use these portfolio strategies, which is ridiculous. Unfortunately, a lot of retirements are in 401ks, IRAs, and things of that nature due to the fact that I think it was the 90s when businesses and these large, large conglomerates took themselves public and were able to uh, shift the responsibility of retirement from the corporation itself onto the stock market. They started giving stock plans and different types of plans instead of pensions. And that was, I think, perfected in the early 2000s. And a lot of companies jumped in and did it. So nowadays, everyone is very familiar with 401ks, which is really your retirement that's being matched or that you're putting away and is being matched by the employer. That's really in stocks. It's in the stock market. And CNBC retirees worried about the stock market cratering can use these portfolio portfolio strategies. And I'm not going to read the article. I think it's sad that it, it exists. CN, CNN Business. I almost said CNBC. CNN Business. You know what I'm saying? Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan has begun to prepare for potential U.S. defaults. J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon says America's largest bank is once again preparing for a potential U.S. default, even though he expects Congress to avoid that potentially catastrophic event by lifting the debt ceiling. In an interview with Reuters yesterday, Dimon said J.P. Morgan has begun scenario planning for how a possible default would affect financial markets, capital ratios, client contracts, and America's credit ratings. That's something Dimon has indicated the bank did during previous close calls with the debt ceiling quote every single time this comes up it gets fixed but we should never 
ever even get this close. I just think this whole thing is mistaken, and one day we should just have a bipartisan bill and get rid of the debt ceiling. It's all politics, end quote. Diamond told Reuters. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen told lawmakers yesterday that the federal government will run out of cash and extraordinary measures by October 18th, setting the stage for a potential default if Congress does not raise the debt limit before then. Diamond said J.P. Morgan is combing through client contracts to prepare for a potential default. Quote, if I remember correctly, the last time we got prepared for this, it cost us $100 million. End quote. J.P. Morgan declined to comment further. Interesting. Moving forward, Reuters analysis, debt ceiling worries start to rattle Wall Street. The slim but growing possibility of a fiscal crisis if Congress does not act on the debt ceiling is getting increasing attention from U.S. investors and is filtering into certain asset prices, though few believe the nation will ultimately default. It's going to be, it, man, warnings have been wrung from policymakers to Wall Street bankers of the risk that talks go down to the wire. Jamie Dimon, day, wow, chief executive of J.P. Morgan Chase and Company said the bank is preparing for what could potentially be a catastrophic event. While New York Federal Reserve Bank President John Williams warned of potential negative market reaction if no solution is found to the debt ceiling issue. Quote, there's a very packed legislative calendar over the next few weeks and there are significant tail risks in the short term. Our view is that ultimately cooler heads will prevail. This is John Adams, Senior Investment Strategist for BMO Global Asset Management. Some signs of nervousness are showing in U.S. markets as the U.S. Congress faces a pair of approaching deadlines to fund the government and address the nation's $28.4 trillion debt ceiling. It has a September 30th deadline to revert the start of a shutdown of government services. Secretary Janet Yellen has urged Congress to act before October 18th to avert serious harm to the economy if the quote if the government shuts down that's not a big deal but if they continue to play games with the debt ceiling that can cause big problems end quote and lead to a significant sell-off throughout financial markets this is randy frederick managing director of trading and derivatives for schwab center for financial research so what was i guess the what's going on with this debt ceiling we'll see what happens it would be crazy wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? The workers who keep global supply chains moving are warning of a system collapse. Man, seafarers, truck drivers, and airline workers have endured quarantines, travel restrictions, and complex testing requirements to keep stretched supply chains moving during the panorama, but many are now reaching their breaking point, posing yet another threat to the badly tangled network of ports. Container vessels and truck trucking companies that moves goods around the world. In an open letter today, two heads of state attending the United Nations General Assembly, the International Chamber of Shipping, and other industry groups warned of quote global transport system collapse end quote. 
the governments do not restore freedom of movement to transport workers and give them priority to receive poke pokes recognized by the World Health Organization. Quote, global supply chains are beginning to buckle as two years worth of strain on transport workers take their toll. End quote. The group wrote the letter has also been signed by the International Air Transport Association, the International Road Transport Union, and the International Transport Workers Federation. Together, they represent 65 million transport workers globally. Quote, all transport sectors are also seeing a shortage of workers and expect more to leave as a result of the poor treatment millions have faced during the panorama putting the supply chain under greater threat, end quote. It added, Guy Platten, Secretary General of the ICS, said that worker shortages are likely to worsen towards the end of the year because seafarers may not want to commit to new contracts and risk not making it home for Christmas given port shutdowns and constant changes to travel restrictions. That will heap pressure on stretched supply chains and could, for example, worsen current challenges with food and fuel supply, not only in the United Kingdom, but in other places around the world. Quote, the global supply chain is very fragile and depends as much on a seafarer from the Philippines as it does on a truck driver to deliver goods in the United States. End quote added Stephen Cotton, ITF Secretary General, who went on to say, quote, the time has come for heads of government to respond to these workers' needs, end quote. What? A total system global collapse? That's interesting. Forbes.com infrastructure package includes vehicle mileage tax program, y'all. Y'all hear about this? The new $1 trillion infrastructure package will include a vehicle mileage tax. The infrastructure package, the United States Senate passed President Joe Biden's infrastructure bill with bipartisan support from 19 Republicans, including Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Buried in the 2,700-page infrastructure package is a pilot program for a vehicle mileage tax, man. A vehicle mileage tax or vehicle miles traveled fee would charge motorists a fee based on how many miles they drive. Simply put, if you drive a vehicle, you would pay money to the government for every mile you drive. The time period can vary, but it's typically a vehicle miles travel fee is measured in a one-year period. A vehicle mileage traveled can be used to raise revenue for transportation infrastructure projects. What? The infrastructure bill includes $125 million to fund pilot programs to test the national vehicle mileage tax. National pilot program that includes $10 million each year from 2022 to 2026 for national vehicles uh, Miles Traveled Fee Pilot Program. State and local pilot program would include $75 million provided from the federal government to regional, state, and local transportation agencies. The breakdown is $15 million provided each year 
2022 to 2026. According to the infrastructure package, the goal of the vehicle mileage tax is to, quote, test the feasibility of a road usage fee, end quote. Another goal, according to the infrastructure bill, is to conduct public education and outreach to increase public awareness regarding the need for user-based alternative revenue mechanisms for surface transportation programs. <laughs> oh, my. This is only a pilot program. Don't worry about it. Oh, for a vehicle's miles traveled fee. Therefore, following the completion of the pilot program, the administration may or may not implement a vehicle miles traveled tax. For the pilot programs, there will be volunteers from all 50 states, including both passenger and commercial vehicles. The drivers would have their miles tracked with GPS and data apps, for example, that would track their miles driven for a certain period of time. Will a vehicle's miles tax replace the gasoline tax? Nope. It will be added. A vehicle miles tax will be implemented in addition to the gasoline tax. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, think about it. You might be getting a vehicle miles driven tax coming, y'all. And I tell y'all these governments, they finna start getting more and more predatory because they broke. What is dot com? Grains, corn, soybeans, wheat. Move higher ahead of USDA stocks data. U.S. corn futures rose today, rebounding from declines a day earlier as traders adjusted positions ahead of a key quarterly stocks report from the U.S. government. Soybeans and wheat futures also advanced with all three commodities bucking pressure from a sharply higher U.S. dollar. Chicago Board of Trade December corn settled up six and a half cents but stayed inside Tuesday's trade trading uh, trading range excuse me November soybeans added up six and three quarter cents and wheat is up three and a three uh, three and a third man corn futures rose ahead of Thursday's quarterly stocks report among analysts surveyed by Reuters the average estimate of U.S. September 1 corn stocks was at 1.15 billion bushels, man, which is down from what was projected last, mo- last month. Quote, corn stocks are expected to be lower, lower, and they could be down more than that based on how the cash market is here. The interior markets are very strong. Sure. What does that mean? CNN business bacon prices have skyrocketed to record levels and they might not go down anytime soon. If you like bacon, I don't. But if you do, listen up. Bacon is more expensive for Americans than it has been in the past 40 years, man. 40 years. That's four score. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to count with scores. And yes, that is accounting for inflation. My bad. I don't, I don't know how to count scores. That hankering for pork chops. It's costing you about 7% more than 12 months ago. The average price for that slab of bacon to accompany the Sunday morning spread has jumped nearly 28% during the past 12 months. Inflation-adjusted consumer price index data show the supply chain issues and inflationary pressures that have become all too common in these panorama times certainly have played 
their roles in the pork price hikes alongside a slew of industry-specific influence. President Joe Biden's administration for its part believes prices are high because a couple of large companies control the majority of the market share and has outlined plans to level the playing field. Oh, man, here we go. By some analysts' expectations, the higher prices aren't expected to ease anytime soon. It's going down. What else? Used car auction prices head higher. Again, computer chip shortage shares the blame. Forbes.com, the recent decline in wholesale used vehicle prices, hinting perhaps at some relief from sky-high retail prices, turned out to be short-lived as the average used vehicle price at dealer-only auctions increased again in August versus the prior month, according to auction firm KAR Global. Quote, the two-month decline in average wholesale prices ended up in August being less than what it was in September. The continued chip shortage on the new car side and the perfect drought in supply on the used car side are the main reasons for this, he said. In a report that was posted yesterday, wholesale used vehicle prices in August averaged $14,712, up 3.2% compared to July, and up 9% versus August 2020. To provide some perspective, prices were up 30.8% from August 2019. And 30%, that's about how much the money supply was increased. Oh, did I say that? CNN Business Paint is the latest product facing supply shortages and higher prices. Paint, as the global supply chain crisis continues to roil the global economy, the list of impacted industries is growing by the day. The latest is paint. Sherwin-Williams said this week that strong demand for paint isn't enough to prevent it. From having to trim its revenue and profit forecast, the company told investors it is facing some of the same raw material shortages dodging other industries, and that is driving up the cost of the supplies it needs to make paint. Paint. Forbes.com, oil and gas companies could once again face punishment for killing migratory birds. And it's like, well... The department is seeking to restore the full scope of protection under the 1918 Migratory Bird Treaty, meaning companies would be prohibited from unintentionally killing birds through construction and oil drilling activities and face penalties if they do. The reverse policy will prohibit incidental take and use discretion in applying the punishment consistent with the agency's practice prior to the 2017 when then Trump administration eased the rule against killing birds. The 1918 law prohibits the unauthorized taking of more than 800 species of migratory bird, of birds, which the Trump administration limited to intentional acts in the interpretation of the law. Why are they saying this? I don't know. CNN.com, nearly two dozen species of birds, fish, and other wildlife are said to be declared extinct and removed from the endangered species list. The ivory-billed woodpecker, along with 22 other species of birds, fish, mussels, and other wildlife, is set to be declared extinct. 
U.S. wildlife officials announced today, quote, for the species proposed for delisting today, the protections of the Endangered Species Act come too late, with most either extinct, functionally extinct, decline at the timing of the listing, end quote. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service said also slated for delisting are the Bachman's warbler, two species of freshwater fishes, eight species of southeastern freshwater mussels, and 11 species from Hawaii and the Pacific Islands. Quote, the circumstances of each also underscore how human activity can drive species decline and extinction by contributing to habitat loss, overuse, and introduction of invasive species and disease. The growing impacts of climate change are anticipated to further exacerbate these threats and their interactions, end quote. The wildlife agency said, man, that makes you feel a certain way, man. These things going extinct. CNN Business, home eating sticker shock. The cost of natural gas is up 180%. Americans should brace for sticker shock on home heating costs as temperatures drop this fall and winter. Prices for natural gas, the most common way to heat homes and leading fuel source for generating electricity, have surged more than 180% over the past 12 months to $5.90 per billion. Natural gas hasn't been this expensive since February 2014. The risk is that an early winter or extremely cold fall temperatures will force households to crank up the heat that would further shrink the nation's below-average stockpiles of natural gas and could lift prices even higher. Quote, if we get an early frost, it could get ugly. It could get ugly fast. End quote. I don't know why I said it with a, <laughs> with a British accent. I just felt like it's, this is Robert Yager, Director of Energy Futures at Muzuho. Muzuho. Mizuho Securities. The natural gas spike is exacerbating the United States' first brush with inflation in more than a dozen years. Families are already dealing with surging prices on everything from used cars and gasoline to bacon. Man, it's going down, isn't it? What is Britain's turn more pessimistic about the outlook for their economy? People in Britain have turned more pessimistic about the economy amid growing pressure on household budgets from rising energy prices and broader inflation. This is according to an opinion poll published last Thursday. 28% of respondents in the poll said they thought the economy would be in worse, in a worse state in 12 months, which is up 20% from August. Those who thought it would be doing better fell by 6%. More than half are worried about not being able to keep their home warm enough this winter, while 3 in 10 said they were finding it harder to meet their household budgets than a year ago, an increase of 6% from August. We got a couple more. We'll meet. Hey, I'm sorry. It's a lot. It's a lot of news. We need to know this stuff. Reuters.com is crazy. The S&P 500 and the Dow gained amid inflation com- concerns and debt ceiling debate. Didn't matter. Wall Street's like, look, we don't care what is going on. We don't care about reality. We... Pff, His money over here, Wall Street, ended firmer today in a partial rebound from the previous day's broad sell-off with remarks from U.S. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell and the ongoing debt ceiling debate keeping a lid on the gains. 
Interesting. Reuters.com. Slower U.S. mail standards will take effect on Friday. U.S. Postal Service um, plans to take effect Friday to slow down some first-class mail deliveries as part of its effort to cut red ink as the U.S. Congress continues to consider a financial relief package for the cash-strapped post office. The new standards, which were finalized in August, revise existing one to three-day service standards to one to five days and will impact about 40% of first-class mail. Delivery standards will be slower for about 7% of periodicals. Some major U.S. businesses are sending notices telling customers to account for additional time when mailing bills. The United States Postal Service recommends that if it would take you more than a day to drive your mail to its destination, make sure to give your long-distance mail some extra time to travel with the United States Postal Service. USPS also plans starting on October 3rd to again temporarily hike prices for some package shipments for the 2021 peak holiday season. Remember that. And finally, CNBC, Amazon just revealed its first home robot. Here's what it's like to use it. Aww. Amazon announced its long-rumored home robot. It's called Astro and will sell for $1,000. I had a chance to check it out in a demo with Amazon last week and wanted to share a few thoughts on Astro. Astro seems like a strange gadget for Amazon to launch. The company is best known as an online store. Notably, Astro is a day one edition product, which means it won't be sold to everyone at first. Instead, Amazon will ask people to sign up and then invite them to order the robot. That allows Amazon to avoid building too many gadgets. It won't sell in the public flop like the Amazon Fire Phone, which was discontinued in 2015. Amazon said Astro will go on sale later this year, but did not give specific launch date. So why robots? Quote, we get together every once in a while and we organize a senior team meeting around what are some of the changes in technology. Amazon's vice president of product, Charlie Trichler, told me, quote, and we talked about AI and processors getting more powerful and inevitably robotics came up and One of the discussions was, does anyone here in this meeting think that in five to ten years there won't be more robots in your home? And everyone was like, well, yeah, of course. It's like, well, then let's get going. Trichler said Astro brings together a lot of what Amazon already offers in other products. We've got a decade plus with what we've done in fulfillment centers with the company's industrial robots that cart products through It's warehouses, but then all of these things we've done in devices and Amazon Prime Video and Alexa and home monitoring and home monitoring, uh, and we had so many things we could pull together. So what is Astro? Astro is about the size of a small dog. It roams around your house on three wheels, including two big ones that prevent it from getting stuck and a smaller one for rotating. It has a camera that rises up on a 42-inch arm that can keep an eye on your home as Astro patrols while you're away. It can follow you around and play music or display TV shows on its 10-inch screen. It can recognize faces so you can load up two sodas in the back storage compartment and tell Astro to take them to someone in the living room. Astro is like a combo of 
lots of Amazon's other gadgets placed on wheels. The cameras can be used for home security or for video chat, sort of combining Amazon's Ring cameras with its Echo Show smart screen. The cameras are also used to create a map of your house when you set Astro up for the first time. You can talk to Astro much like you talk to Echo or Alexa. You can change the lane to Alexa if you want to get sports scores or weather. And you can play movies or TV shows like you would on an Amazon tablet or a Fire TV. I also saw how you can control Astro remotely from a phone app, which is useful if you want to keep an eye on a loved one who lives alone like an aging family member. member. My bad. Tristler told Amazon, told me Amazon will also sell a third-party insert made by Omron that fits into the back storage compartment and can hold a blood pressure cuff. That will allow folks to control Astro remotely, remind people who live alone to check their blood pressure, which seems useful, and opens Astro up to the audience outside of just gadget geeks who want a home robot. But Astro doesn't have arms or hands, so it can't pick things up. It's not quite the level of Rosie, the robot that you see in the TV show, The Jetsons. It also can't go up and down stairs, so it's really only good for one floor in a house. So, yep, here we go. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with Amazon, but they got, you know, Amazon is heavy into technology. Amazon is heavy into web services. Amazon is heavy into facial recognition software. Amazon is heavy in data. So I mean if you're in, if you're into things like that, maybe maybe that's your dance. If not, I'm keeping away. And you know, I go to people's houses, you know, and I don't like going to people's houses, but I'll ask them, hey, you got a Google home device? Do you got a Alexa up in here? Do you have a Siri? And if they say, yeah, I'm, I tell them I'm not coming in. And I don't care if they look at me like I'm crazy or if they think I'm a weirdo. I don't care. I don't like those things. I don't. But that's just me. But that's it for current events. I know it was a lot, but it was a lot. You know, there was a lot we had to go through. We got Hey, we got to stay informed. We definitely do. So, with that being said, let's jump into the show. Four reasons you fear trust. Why are you scared? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I've heard it all. And, you know, maybe all of these don't apply to you. Maybe none of this applies to you. Maybe everything applies to you. I don't know. But anyways, we're going to discuss this. Four reasons you fear trust. You know, I deal with a lot of people. Uh, I deal with a lot of people. A lot. And um, when you deal with a lot of anything, you become more familiar. I mean, when you, when you, I don't know, you can be in the woods a lot. You're going to be very, very familiar with the woods. You can, you can drive a lot. You'd be very familiar with driving. But, you know, I deal with people a lot, so I'm very familiar with people. But nonetheless, when it comes to, you know, trust and, and, and 
going private, you know, I say that with air quotes on my fingers, you know, air quotes, going private. I've dealt with a lot of people. And then over, over time, I've come to realize or witness that there's a lot of the same concerns. Uh, most people who are looking to, you know, set their state up privately uh, with structures that are not created nor governed by the state, you know, public or corporate legislature or anything like that, that most people, there's, there's certain, what should I say, categories that people fall into, I've noticed. There's certain reasons that people share. Also, the fears that people have, the concerns that people have tend to be very similar as well. So I'm, I want to touch on four of those fears, you know, and it's not all of them that has come up, but, you know, it's four of them that I've dealt with with people and, you know, attempting to help people overcome their fears because, you know, ultimately, they, you know, this is something that they want to do. They feel that they they really need to do and, you know, they really just need to um, get out of their head with it. But in order to do that, most people that I deal with who are looking to administer trust are, are highly intelligent. And it, it's difficult um, to to scam highly intelligent people. It's difficult to convince highly intelligent people because, you know, most highly intelligent people, they need to have a specific um real substantive reason to do or not to do a thing. So, you know, you can be dealing with, well, I, I understand. That I need to do this. I understand the importance of this. I understand all of that, but I, um, I just can't get past this or, you know, I just can't get past that. I, you know, I've dealt with this a lot. So, and then, you know, once, once we get past these, these issues or these, these mis misconceptions, you know, I see, I see how quickly they advance or take to, you know, this, this information. So with that being said, let's, let's jump into this, you know, and, and this is, you know, as I said, the title is four reasons um, you are scared. Or the four reasons you fear trusts. But that was just the title of the show, man. I'm just saying four reasons. It could have been four reasons that I've come across overall, you know, average of everyone I dealt with and their fears of trust. But that was too long. That's too long of a title. Y'all know what I'm saying. Don't be don't be ridiculous. Number one, you are uninformed as to the benefits of trust. And due to that lack of knowledge it is it's easy to fill that void with that lack of that lack of knowledge with fear it happens all the time but you're informed as to the benefits you know with with avoiding creditors litigation death tax inheritance tax gift tax generation skip, skipping tax Probate courts, probate tax, these, it's it's the difference of, you know, <laughs> being able to pass along to your next generation all of the wealth that you created 
or exchanged with your energy unencumbered to your heirs, regardless of what you do. Run up all your credit cards. Run up all your personal loans. Run up all your lines of credits. Run them up. Run them up. You know, live it up. With without without a concern of the succession of the of the estate, as well as you know the 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 assets making it to the heirs. That's a big. That's a fear. And through true lack of knowledge, you know, you don't know. Hey, I, hey, I don't want no problem. You know, hey, I'm just gonna do it how everybody else does it because I know at least I know the result. I can I can anticipate the result of what everyone else is doing. Which is which is fear, fear based logic. But I get it. I understand it. But one of the biggest fears of becoming successful is losing it, especially if you come from nothing. Let's just keep it real. Like if you, you know, roaches, listen, hey, roaches and no food and, 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 and uh, you know, maybe single parent, single, single parent homes. Well, it's not even a home, it's an apartment, but it's, I guess it's a home, right? And it's just, you know, real rough. Hey, rough. Projects, you know, hey, right? And you you come in you, with hard work and 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 luck and and consistency and dedication and all these things that came together through will and 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 and, and lack of giving up and, and firm belief in yourself and and willing to put in the work, you achieve this status. You achieve not only the status but this you know this wealth, this amount of wealth that you've never seen within your family or your friends or anything like that, this 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 ability to not only do what you want to do, which is kind of weird, as well as, you know, just have you know, hey, have this security that you've never experienced, that you've never seen. As far as, you know, when it comes to, you know, your financial. And you know what you know, you know, I know what I know. Whatever. Right? And then someone comes along or you hear this thing, yo, trust. You trust you you can keep all your stuff. But you don't you, you control it. You don't own it, and you you won't lose it. Man, hold on, man. You know how long it took me to get all this stuff. And if I lost it, like if anything would happen to to my wealth and to my property, to my personal property, to my to my to my to my home, you know how devastating that would be to me. That's it. That's fear that that I would deal with if I was uninformed as to the benefit. Of trust, the benefit of a private trust, because I'm concerned about losing everything and then having to gain it. You know, I, now I got to go through everything, you know, that I went through to get what I man. Come on, so it's a big deal, but it's through it's through lack of of, of knowledge that you know it's it's actually the opposite. You don't have to, you can go I can go start another business, go do something else, go do something like you know potentially you know uh 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 risky and not be concerned with getting sued or fined of everything that I built 
open a factory. There's a there's a there's an accident at the factory. They sue the they sue the company and the factory, and then they sue me personally because I'm I'm the owner and stuff. And now now all my personal assets is up for grabs. And it's up to some jury, some some civil jury, some civil suit or whatever to decide whether or not my personal assets are going to be up for grabs. Uh, nah, son, no. That's not shaking. That'd be something that I'm not with. I'm not, you know, hey, pff, I could deal with, okay, yeah, the trust owns it, I don't own it, and, you know, that that that's, you know, at first that's kind of a weird situation. But having it be put at risk outside of my control just because of, of the state statutes and all this other stuff that are looking to encumber my assets and get predatory, nah, son. So number one, you know, four reasons you fear trust. You don't inform as to the benefits. Number two, you don't understand public and private. You don't, you know, you, you You, you know, you may be more familiar with or the people that you speak to are more familiar with. Or, you know, maybe you got an auntie that works down, you know, downtown for the city or something. You talk to her and she told you what she knew. And it's like, oh, only trust can do this. You can't do that with the trust. Well, you read, you read some statutes, you know, you live in, you live in, uh, let's say you live in, uh, you know, hey, let's say you live in Georgia, you know what I'm saying? Why not? Let's say you live in Georgia, you look at the Georgia uh, annotated code, I think it is, on trust, and you read that and you see all those restrictions and all those laws and rules with regard to trust, and you're like, man, that, that's not cool, that's not what he was talking about. That, that, he said that the, it, 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 it it don't have to be governed by the state, and and then but I look at the state, and then here's some laws on trust. What is he lying? You don't understand the difference between public and private. That's that's why. That's why you think I'm lying. That's the second reason why you you fear trust. Because you don't get it. You don't understand the, re- the difference between public and private. You don't, you don't even know. You don't even know. You, you have no idea. It's 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 an obs it's an obscure, you know, concept to your mind. You don't get it. You don't know how to you know, and if you don't understand the difference between public and private that's what you gonna that's what you're gonna think. You don't think that. You definitely don't think that. Oh, you can't you can't do that. I saw I saw the statutes. And he's hey, hey, so, so, so. Remember what you told me about trust? Yeah. Alright, man. You know, I'm not trying to you know, say anything. But man, I sent you a link, man, in the email, man. Do you have the email? And I check my email. Yeah. Could you click on that link, man? Like, this ain't no fishing or nothing, is it? Because you ain't finna get nothing from me. I'll, I'll hack your whole planet, son. You're like, no, it's not no fishing. Man, no, I don't even know how to do that stuff, man. It's just going, it's just going to this, to the, uh, 
you know, to the Secretary of State website. It wasn't the Secretary of State website. It was the it was the gov website. And it, and I click on the click on the link and it's talking about trust. Remember what you said the trust blah 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 and I was like, Yep. I remember that. Can you look at this line, line, whatever, and point to the line. I found the line. And he read the line. You see what that says? I was like, the line you just read? He said, yeah. And then I read it. That's the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the line. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. That's the line. So now what, man? You know, because I paid you... You know, a little $50 for your consultation. This is what you told me, man. And then, you know, I had a feeling, man. So I went and looked, man. You know what I mean? And this is what I found. And this is, uh, you know, so what am I supposed to say, man? I'm like, oh, man, it's funny you said that. <clears throat> Acting sheepish and stuff, you know? Trying to, trying to play him on as though, oh, you got me. You got me. I said, plain and simple, man. That's statutory. That's state statutes, correct? Yeah, state statutes. And state statutes, you say the state is public, right? Yeah, the state is public. Well, that that's not that's that's not what I was, that's not the type of trust I was talking about. But you said trust. I did say trust. I didn't say public trust. But it's not public. Pu- he was gonna say it's not public. He just admitted that the state was public. I said private trust. Well, what's a private trust? It's not that. Man, I feel like you're playing games, man. I said, look, I'm going to email you two things. I want you to read them, and I want you to call me back. And I emailed him two things. But he never called me back. Number three, four reasons you fear trust. You don't want to read, man. You don't want to learn new skills. Y'all want to read, man. Y'all want to learn new skills. You think you learned everything. Or you you went to the state school. You know, your mama was hitting you with the shoe because you were late for school. And, you know what I'm saying? You got to make your bed or something like that. It was just a bad experience. You had to wake up early. Maybe you're getting bullied. Maybe you didn't have money, so you, you, know, you had to eat the school lunch. But everybody was sitting at the table. They wasn't eating the school lunch. They had the, you know what I'm saying, the Taco Bell. They had the Cholitos, man. Food has Subway over there. Stunting on me because I'm eating these soggy chicken nuggets that they got from the lunch line, man. The lunch lady, man. <laughs> I'll just play it. <laughs> and, and, you know, you got out of school. <laughs> you got out of school and you like, oh, you know, I ain't going to school. I don't need to learn no more. I done learned everything I need to learn. They they made me go to school. And, and they said I was truant if I ain't go to school. And I had to go to jail if I ain't go to school, go to juvie. And now that I'm out of school, I'm, I'm I'm done. That's what the majority of people think. You'd be surprised. People be done learning. The only time they learn is if it's something they're interested in, if they find something interested, or at the job when they're being trained. Any other time you try to teach somebody something, man, psh, whoo, you better duck, boy. You better duck. You better duck because something's coming. Beware of the hand when it's coming from the left. But you don't, you don't want to read. You don't want to learn new skills. So you fear them trust, man, because, hey, you don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. When you finally figure out 
<clears throat> excuse me. You finally figure out that you know what's so. What I'm saying is that it's the truth. There's a such thing as a private contractual uh, non-grantor complex trust. Like, okay, this dude's for real. I see it. I see. Okay, I get it. I get it. Now, now you fear trust because you don't you don't want to read. You don't want to learn. You, you see the you see the, the the words. You read four sentences. There's five words. You didn't know what they meant. You're done. You put it down. It's a wrap. Man, that Fiji water is good. Whoo, yeah, you put it down. It's a wrap. You're done reading. You're done trying to learn. It's too too much. You turn on Netflix because that's much easier. That's why you fear trust. Because you don't know. Because you're ignorant. And you don't want to learn. And you don't want to read. And you don't want to read. And most, most of y'all don't want to read because it reminds you of how much you don't read because how hard it is to read. And you get bad. Oh man, they've only read one, two, two pages, and it's and it's it's been fifteen minutes. I only get two, two pages to make you feel make you feel a certain type of way about yourself because you don't read. Your brain's like a muscle. If you don't work it, it ain't, it ain't working. But you you don't want to learn, so you fear trust. You fear what you don't know. You fear what you don't understand. The third reason you fear trust. I hear you. I hear you, girl. We got about 60 seconds left in the broadcast. I'm going to say broadcast. I don't know what that is, but I know it don't exist. So if you're checking out, if you're checking out the show online, you want to call in 563-999-3625. Otherwise, you will be disconnected. I will stream. We're going to go over like we usually do. I think it's usual by now. You should know better. But that's what's happening. Five six three nine 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 three six two five. Go ahead and call in, man. Don't worry about it, man. It's all good, man. But yeah, you don't want to read. You don't want to learn. It's too much work. Oh man, I pay, I made this donation. I paid this money, and I gotta read. I gotta work. Well, why don't you do it? You the one that got my money. Why don't you do it? Because. That's not how this works. <clears throat> you need to know how to do this. You need to know how to teach this to the successor trustee so that the estate can stay intact and within family hands. Anytime that you, you depend on someone else, you give them power, especially when you depend on someone else that's not within your bloodline, that's not an heir to your estate. Think about it. Think about it. You know how many estates have been lost just for that reason right there? Everything was cool, everything was cool, and the dude passed, and oops, Uncle Fister was no longer cool. He's tripping. He took all our money. We tried to take him to court, and it was a conspiracy against us. They wouldn't let us do anything. Fear. Oh, I know some people that did that trust thing, and they lost everything. The trustees ran off with everything. I would never do that. Fear. 
The trustees ran off with everything. Yeah, was they family members? No. Well, then, well, they didn't know how to do it, so they had to hire. I mean, come on, you can't blame the people. Uh, actually, I can. Well, what's the wrong with you? You need to go somewhere, so. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm doing my voices this evening. I mean, my characters and stuff. I'm animated. But I'm serious. I've heard it all. I've heard all of it. I've heard all of it. Y'all don't want to read. Y'all don't want to learn new skills. Dealing with these fears. So number one, get informed to the benefits. Afraid to lose control. Number two, you don't understand public and private. Number three, you don't want to read. You don't want to learn new skills. Number four, you fear loss of control. Over your stuff. Your lawyer friend said you can't be a trustee and you lose control of all your property and assets once you once you transition into private. I got my, my lawyer home, but you know I got a friend. We went to school, and then you know I went to engineer school, and he went to law school. And I talked to him last night. I called him. We talked. We sat on the phone for like two two hours. So we had a good time. But for like half hour, forty five minutes at the end of the call, it, I was disturbed because I talked to him about this trust we, we was talking about. I gave him this donation for, and you know what? He told me that I can't be a trustee in the, in the grand tour, and and I lose control of all my property and assets, and and you can run off with my stuff. I got a lawyer friend. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put this by my lawyers. They told me I can't do that. There ain't no such thing as a as a private trust. There's no such thing. Well, tell me something. Okay, no problem. Your lawyer friend, you go to the state elementary school. I don't know. I didn't meet him until high school. Well, do you think he went to a state elementary school? Yeah, I assume he did. And in high school, did he he go to a, a, a public high school? Actually, we went to private school. So y'all went to like what, what Catholic school? No, it was just a private school. We had to pay. You know, my families had to pay. But it was in the state, though, right? Yeah. Was there any state curriculums or anything like that? Yeah, there was, because I remember they used to get funds from the state or the federal government. Okay, okay, so it was a state curriculum, private school. Yeah, okay. You know, went to state high school. Yeah, he went to the University of... So you got the state education. He's taught state law, right? Yeah, state law. And the state is public, right? Public law, yeah, the state's public. So wouldn't you be familiar with public trusts? Well, I, well, I mean, uh, well, he's a lawyer though, because and then it's, I don't know why you keep telling me he's a lawyer. Well, he is, but he's familiar with state trusts and state law. I'm talking about we're dealing with private trust and contract law and you're not going to lose I'm going to tell y'all something right now right and I don't really talk like this in the public too much right because I don't have nothing to prove out here I know what I know and I know what people say but one of the things 
people say, you know, so-called gurus. And I like Clubhouse because, you know, I made this. <laughs> Anyways, I be going on Clubhouse and I be checking people and I hear what people say and, you know, how they say it and, and the confidence that they have saying weird stuff. I just I think it's very interesting. Um, there's been a couple times I jumped up there said something. Um, sometimes it was cool. Most times it's cool. A couple times I was booted. But one of the biggest things people say, these gurus or whatever, you can't be the grantor of the trust and be the trustee. So once you create the trust, you're going to lose. You got to have a trustee. Who's going to be your trustee? Huh? Who's going to be your trustee? How many times I heard that? Who's going to be I don't trust nobody. I don't believe in anyone. I don't have nobody that I can trust and believe in and depend on. Brother. Who's going to be a trustee? And that's what I heard. You know, I was in the room. <clears throat> I think it was last week on Clubhouse, man. And that's what the dudes say. You don't even need trust because you can't be the grantor and the trustee to trust. You got to find a trustee. And you better hope that they trustworthy and that they don't run off with your stuff. That's what every that's the biggest thing that's being used that I hear of to scare people off from trust. First of all, contract makes the law, not statute. Alright, let me just and let me drop look, we are not the grantors. I'm I wasn't the grantor of my family trust, bro. I wasn't. And the trustees in training, there's trustees listening, they'll tell you, they weren't the grantors, man. Who says that in order to convert, to go private and convert your estate to private and set up your private, you know, family, family trust, Business trust, asset trust, whatever. Who says that you got to be the grantor? And I tell people that and I can, you know, whether if we're on the phone, I can hear them scratching their head if we're in public. And I see them, I can see them scratching their head. It's like, oh, I never thought about that. Never thought about it like that. Man, look. Who said that I'm the grantor? I'm a, you know what? Me? I, I haven't been the grantor of any trust. Definitely been trustees on many trusts. Still am. Straight up. Same thing in the public. To organize the LLC. Man, I'm not the organizer. They don't ask for ID. When you go to the desk and hand them the organization paper, they don't ask for ID. It's pr- and that's why I say I ain't not. You know, I came in the game saying, "Yo, the state recognized private, and the feds recognized private." And my, my guy was like, "How?" Why you say that? And I appreciate that because that instead of him just outright challenging, he wanted to see, he wanted me to see to say what's up, and I respect that. You know what I mean? But I said, if you can get a, a, a quote nine eight number from the IRS from calling them and not giving the social, that, how's that not private? And they give you the EIN, they give it to you. And you can go to a secretary of state and organize a corporation, an LLC, a partnership, whatever. And when you put them paperwork in and they stamp it and they take the bread and stuff, they don't ask for ID. And if they ask for ID in your state, please tell me. 
Because I want to know. But they don't. They don't. If you know what you're doing, you have the proper information, man, it's not hard to be private out here. It's hard and difficult if you don't know. But it's not hard. And they be out here, oh, you can't be the grand tour. Absolutely right. In the public. But in the private, we understand how it looks in the public, right? So no. You're nope, not the grand tour. I'm the trustee. You're the trustee of your estate? Yeah. Absolutely. Were you a grand tour? No. Well, who's a grand tour? That's private, player. I'm under non disclosure. I've told you too much anyways. So you're in control of all your stuff. Yes. As a trustee. Well, the board of trustees, but yeah, through through the power vested in me as a single trustee by the board of trustees of the trust. Yeah, I'm in control of everything. I ain't lose control of nothing. And I protect it. This is trust property, and I protect the trust property. I'm, I'm the fiduciary of the trust. Wow, man. Well, I got to get with you, man. What's your email? Come on, man. I'm going to give you some advice. A guru, someone who cannot help you, someone who's bluffing you will not answer your questions. They'll get upset. They'll get angry with you for asking questions. And the anger is for you to stop asking. Because they don't have the answer. You can ask me any question you want. Trustees get my private mobile number. I encourage trustees to call me at least once a week. Ring my mobile number. You ask me any question. Man, look. This is what I do. I live this. Every day. I live this. But yeah, you ask me, those are the four probably, you know, four plausible reasons as to why you fear trusts. And, you know, fear can be dispelled. As, all you got to do is acquire knowledge. You can acquire knowledge. And the best way to acquire knowledge with regards to trust, private trust, is to jump into trustee training, right? You can definitely email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. You cannot sign up for trustee training on the website. I need to, I need to, I need to holler at you. Either... We need to get, you know, get with the email. I need to talk to you either way. Whether you write, type through an email or you speak to me, I'm going to feel your energy. I mean, so it's not some willy-nilly. It's not offered to the public. It's by invitation only. And this is the invitation to the listeners of the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. No one's going to just stumble upon, you know, the website, welcome to the foundation.com and sign up for trustee training. It does not work like that. The foundation does not sell trusts. It does not work like that. But with your training and your education, you won't need a trust. You will create your own. You'll be able to do it yourself, which is required because that's how you need. That's what you need to teach your successors. So they don't depend on anyone else. There may be specific instances where they, you know, need to contact a professional. Oh, you know, we need these, you know, these these taxes filed, and you know, I'm a trustee. I'm not. I'm not an account. I'm not a tax accountant or a tax return filer, preparer. That's cool. Or you know, we need to collect on this contract. 
and you hire an attorney that knows the procedure on, you know, maybe collections or something like that because you're not familiar with collections. But the overall administration and protection of the estate, you need to pass that down. Assets will be acquired. Business trusts will be created. They will be dissolved. You know, your successors need to know how to do that. There may be subfamily trust. Maybe there's a marriage in the family, and you just don't necessarily trust that dude or that girl that married your child. Well, you can create a subfamily trust that's under the main family trust, to where if if when they're together, if there's a divorce or something, you know, maybe the 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 non-family member that divorced the child can only get access and at, at that sub-family trust, but won't get access to the entire family trust. There's ways in which these things can be administered and maneuvered. It's only limited by your creativity and your knowledge. <clears throat> but these things must be known in order for you to raise up and educate successors and as you know there's two 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 main purposes or or what i would say uh initiatives verticals characteristics whatever you want to call it with regards to trustee training number one the training you're educated or trained as a fiduciary trustee from the standpoint of surviving an IRS audit. It's not, oh, so you can go get your bank account and feel like a baller. No. This education system is specifically structured so that you have everything that you need. And if you follow everything that you learn in the trainings and all the principles and procedures you will very, very easily survive an IRS audit, whether it's state or federal. More often than not, though, if you follow everything that you learn in the training, there will not be an audit or any type of, you know, action because the paperwork, the substantiation will be way too tight. And the second initiative of the training is that you have everything that you need to teach your successors on how to grow and administer the estate that will be passed to them. Very serious. I, you know, I think that's very serious. And I take it very seriously. And that's what it is. But the things, things are changing, you know. Things are changing. It's going to be... It's going to be a different world in 10 years. You know, it's going to be a different world in five years. It's going to be a different world in 15, 20 years. But when you think on the on the, the level of generations, of all the things that we have to deal with in life, the one thing that I can make sure is that my successors, my heirs won't have to deal with poverty. won't have to deal with being broke, being poor. Can't fight their fights, win their battles for them, learning things that they need to learn, the hard lessons, the easy lessons. I can't do it for them. But I can definitely give them some cushion 
and a nice estate and put them on the path to not only sustain it but grow it for the future generations but that's just me I could be some you know older dude that just really hey really sentimental and 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 out of touch with with you know with what's going on in the real in the real world no cap could be but you know if if, if it's not about family what it's about what it's about ultimately So, you know, that's what it is. And that's, you know, those are the four reasons you fear trust. I'm sure there's other reasons. I'm sure some of you say, I don't fear trust. That's why I'm in the training. And, you know, you would be <laughs> you would be correct probably. Hey, if you're in the training, I'm not talking to you. Or maybe I am. Maybe, maybe you are in the training and you still got fear. And it's cool, you know. It's just, you know, we get through it. We keep it moving. Definitely, definitely, definitely keep it moving. So, you know, hey, that's what I say. Column four. <clears throat> I would be very interested in, in to know what you think, you know, whether it's on a Discord server, whether you email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Maybe you don't want to be vulnerable and share your fears with a, with a strange man on the internet. I just sent the email full of my fears to this strange man on the internet. He goes by the name of Sot. Sottle. I think his name is Sottle. But now I'm serious. <clears throat> Four reasons you fear trust. It's nothing to fear. Um, I think the only, the only thing I fear is, is what happens if I don't do what I'm supposed to do. You know, I, hey, that's just me, though. But, you know, if you're interested, if you have any questions, you know, feel free to, you know, shoot me an email. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Check out the website, welcome to the foundation.com. Take your time, but don't take too long because things are changing very, very fast. I saw a proposal for the IRS to track all transactions and bank accounts above $600. <clears throat> There's more and more government breaches and, and, and company breaches, you know, hacks and things of that nature I feel very very comfortable knowing that my personal information isn't really out there bank account information things of that nature it's really a trust or some sort of corporate structure that is you know public facing that all of my private assets are protected and that my heirs know how to not only administer but how to protect the estate I'm not concerned You know I feel like if you get on an airplane You got children You don't have life insurance You're tripping But that's just me Let alone if you haven't established Your private estate But that's just me But I'm not judging Or am I You tell me But that's it That's it you know, for, for this episode of the Foundation, four reasons you fear trust. This is something I made up, so I can't email it to you. You know, 
man, next week I'll do maybe another document so I can send it to y'all that are interested so y'all can, you know, get into some of the things that I got into. One of the things that I would say when you're looking at trust and stuff is to read express trust under the common law. And a lot of people, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm not reading that. Man, read it. it it's compelling. It, it, it speaks to the power and the bulletproof nature of a contract entity dealing with you know governments or state you know man, look it just it, wow and it's it's old school it's from like the 1800s or 1900s or something like that early 1900s or something so it, it also shows you that this 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 private contract entity stuff is nothing new you just ain't heard about it it's like some private club stuff like for real for real but yeah you know I'll do I'll do a show up here with another document you know I see y'all like them document shows man it's cool. I'm going to give y'all what you want. I'll give you what you want. I have no problem. No problem. But that's it, you know. That's it for the show. I appreciate y'all checking out the show. I appreciate everybody that called in. I appreciate the OGs, the long-standing listeners and followers of the foundation. Definitely appreciate it. But yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to help change your life. That's all, you know. I'm trying to help change your life. Some people are like, I'm trying to change your life. I can't change your life. I can help you change your life. You don't have to change your life. I can probably help, though. But it's got to be you. Please let that be known. Well, yeah, I mean, email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. You know, if you would like to inquire with regards to trustee training, sign up for the email list. At admin at welcome to the foundation.com. There will be some exclusive offers coming out next week. First week of October. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? We're in the fourth quarter, about to hit the fourth quarter, you know what I'm saying? Q4. So we're going to do a, do a little something, something, you know? So if you're not signed up for the email list, you're not, you're not going to know. You're not going to get it. It's going to it's gonna pass you by. So I suggest you sign up for the email list, especially if you're on the fence with joining trustee training. You know, maybe you've inquired. Maybe you haven't. Sign up for the email list. We got something for you. Maybe, maybe it entice you. We also got some merch merchandise. You had some people were interested in merchandise, so we looked into it. I say we, but it was really the secretary. <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the merch, merch is going to be merchandise. You got, you know, some baseball caps, some hoodies, and, you know, foundation. So, you know, I don't know. If you're interested in that, I'll email the secretary. That's what we're going to do. Secretary and welcome to the foundation.com. But, yeah, man, you know, hey, we keeping it moving over here. I trust that y'all had a great week, you know. I do this show because I love y'all, like, straight up. You know, I might not know you, but I love you. Uh, you might, we might meet. And you get on my nerves and I can't mess with you, but, you know, I still love you. I just can't mess with you. I'm just playing. But for real, you know, um, I love y'all. You know, I, I want the best for y'all. I enjoy my life. And, you know, I would like to spread the love so other people enjoy their lives so we can enjoy our lives together because, you know, being the only one is kind of, it's kind of lonely, if you understand what I'm saying. Plus, you know, I'm one of them cats that like to 
be around people that like to better themselves, that challenge themselves, that hold themselves accountable and are very interested in being responsible and productive and significant, not only in their lives, but the lives of others. You know, so if that sounds like you, hey, let's kick it. Hit me up. <laughs> just playing. I don't want to kick it. I'll be at the crib, man. Just chilling. I read a lot. But now we can get in, you know what I'm saying? We used to do um, events like every quarter, you know, do a do a seminar, in in person seminar. Email me, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com if 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 you're interested in me kicking off. We start kicking off seminars again. We used to have a bunch of guests. We had Sherry Peel Jackson, uh, Yusuf showed up to a couple of them. You know, uh, a lot of different people uh, that were at the the seminars. I enjoyed them, but maybe it's too early. Maybe you know, y'all don't want to poke poke. With the cough, cough. You don't want to choke, choke. I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, gauge interest. Because I'm down. I'm down to come meet y'all. You know, I can speak in person. You know, maybe go out to eat with a group or something like we did last time. Uh, you know, I'm cool. I'm down with it. You know, I don't show my my face on the internet and stuff like that. I don't need that attention. Uh, some would say I'm a good looking brother. No, I'm just playing. I just, I'm just not into it, you know. Doing videos and whatnot. I just I don't know. I think it's vain. It's weird. Same thing like people taking selfies. I think that's weird. It's weird. But hey, do you dance? I'm sorry, I ain't talking about nobody. I ain't hating on no one. Nobody. But yeah, email me. Admin at welcome to the foundation dot com if you if you'd be interested in the seminar. I used to do like uh like the East Coast, Midwest, South and the West Coast. You know, usually uh, in the South, like I like Atlanta or, you know, Dallas. In the East Coast is New Jersey. I like New Jersey, honestly. Uh, Midwest, you are Chi Town or uh, not Detroit? No, I'm just playing. I'm not. I'm not hating on Detroit. <laughs> but you know, Chicago, New Chicago or something. Usually, Chicago. Chicago kind of expensive. Maybe Ohio. Ohio. I don't know. What y'all think? West Coast. I like Oakland. Oakland, San Fran. I like the Oakland. Or, or, you know, San Diego. I don't want to do it in L.A. I think that's... Come on, man. But every quarter, we would hit, you know, a different little spot. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. Let me get in some pants. Let me know. I was also, also, trusty training admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Um, you got a current event you think I might be interested or I should cover on the show, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Just want to say peace. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Make sure you check out the website. Check out the PDFs. You know, there's stuff on there that you know I don't even talk about. It's just stuff some people are interested in. You know, there might be there's there's a lot of stuff in the in the PDF section. It's not just trust. Just trust me. It's you know, oh, I mean, people are like oh I want to talk about this. I'm like why? Well I saw it on the website. I'm like just because it's on the site. This is what I talk about. I'm just putting it out there. I saw people a lot of that stuff. I saw people selling it, selling those PDFs, trying to get people to buy them. You know. So I put it up there. If it's not about trust directly, you'd be like, oh, okay. He probably someone he probably saw someone trying to sell this. That's why it's up here. But I could talk for hours, you know. I just did. But we're just gonna wrap this up. So I apologize to all the callers that, you know, that have they have their hand up. It's been it's been a long show. I've been jibber jabbering and I'm ready to get up out of here. But I appreciate you checking out the show. I appreciate everybody that called in. Um, you know, everybody that's checking out this in the archive. You know, all everybody in the future. All you future people. Peace. And peace to all the present people for show. 
But, you know, I, I trust you enjoyed the show. Maybe you learned something, you know, at the very least. The whole you ain't got to be the grantor thing, maybe that blew your mind. Um, but hopefully, you know, you gained something from the show. You were able to pick up something that I was putting down. We do the show every Wednesday here on High Frequency Radio Network. So we got 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. What is it? 6 p.m. Mountain. Whatever that, whatever that is. 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Every Wednesday. You know, the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I appreciate you checking out the show, as I said. I trust that, you know, you will enjoy your week. And that, you know, you will maybe learn something new. Or maybe try something new. Or maybe, you know, believe in yourself in a way that you didn't before. Which would, you know, ultimately, hopefully allow you to try something new. But, you know, I believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. If you do believe in yourself, I believe in you too. So, you know, let's get it. I, you know, I would love to do business with y'all. Let's do business. Let's, 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 let's go. But in order to do that, we all need to be have pretty much a level playing field or a foundation with regards to what we're doing, the knowledge, as well as, you know, pretty level or have the same foundation and st- structures that we're using to do business with each other. And that's what this is all about, you know. Everybody getting the same foundation, getting the level foundation all across all of us so that we all can properly protect ourselves, protect our families, and do business with each other, do business with the public. So with that being said, my name is Sold L, a Seeker of Truth L, or Speaker of Truth L, whichever one, or both, it's up to you. And as always, it is a pleasure for me to host the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I look forward to assisting you in your private transition. Please email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. If you're looking to get into trustee training, we are starting a new session in a matter of like one week or two weeks. Brand new, start from the beginning. It's the perfect time. Yes, so I definitely want to say peace to y'all. I trust y'all have a great week, you know what I mean? Shout out to everybody that's, you know, out there, you know, everybody that's grinding, man. Keep it up. Keep working. I see you. Y'all have a great, great time. On time. No, I'm just playing. But no, yeah. Appreciate y'all checking out the show. Like I said, have a great week. Enjoy yourself as my homeboy... My homeboy D says, I ain't going to say his name, I'm just going to say D. Say, have a great day on purpose. I like the way he said that. So have a great week on purpose. Make sure you enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Make sure you say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. It is very important. I know it sounds corny, but it's important. I'll catch you here, same time, same network, High Frequency Radio Network, next week. I'm so L. It's my pleasure for the foundation. Saying peace. I'm doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.